Well, we know what it's like to feel worried and helpless about the state of our world. But we're finding comfort and inspiration from people tackling winner-take-all economics and other root causes of climate change, inequity, and global unrest. Join us on the road from wasteland to wonderland. This is part of gold. Please keep in mind that these recordings may not be as high quality as they usually are because we're doing them in the time of social distancing. In this episode, we're speaking with Faye Cox, an entrepreneur, activist, and publisher living in Santa Barbara, California. Faye is working on a startup called Our Books, a curriculum of short books that can be used to guide hands-on transformation of individual communities. We're particularly drawn to Faye's project because every book is designed to explain a system that underlies human society and specific actions people can take to make those systems more inclusive, resilient, and better for the planet. Here's Faye. So I'm Faye Cox. I'm, I'm an old hippie entrepreneur living in Santa Barbara. <laughs> um, actually went back to the land during Vietnam, which places my in my age bracket, and also that I've been aware of, I guess, the need to do things differently on the planet for a pretty long time. I've spent a long time, a long time engaged with the question of how, how to shift some of the systems that aren't working very well for us. So uh, I live in Santa Barbara now, and working on a project, well, it's more than a project, working on a business called Our Books, which is, uh, we're, we're publishing short books on big topics. Great idea. No yeah. one has a good, yeah. no, no one has a long uh, attention span anymore, so short is good, right? Short is good, and yet even an hour, a lot can happen. So our, the hour in Our Books is, is a about 60 minutes of reading, and that's, that can stretch our attention span now. But in an hour, we can really have an experience of learning something, an awe that opens our mind to see the world differently. And the books are really aimed beyond the current either-or polarity that is probably the most dangerous thing happening in this country, and maybe around the world too, the polarity of left and right. Mm. Both both sides are getting kind of stupid in that polarity, so <laughs> we need to be about the emerging third. Where that's yeah, what was the farther apart we get, the stupider we get, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, is it just text, or are there also illustrations in your book? When I read for an hour, like, what do I actually get? Well, um, yes, illustrations and stories and metaphors are really good for learning. And one of, the, one of the things that we've learned that, uh, along the way is that um, so many of the thought leaders we want to make accessible, beyond the choir, I call it, uh, are very busy and they don't want to write another book. So we've, we've developed a process that makes it very uh, easy on the thought leaders, and yet the books are in their language. And what we do is outline we create an outline and present it to the thought leader. And when they okay that, we do a Zoom interview and we transcribe that and have a very good ghostwriter write the book. So it's in the thought leader's language, but 
you know, and also each book, it's very, the, the books will be very consistent, a very consistent experience. And we're following a trajectory of what's the old paradigm? What's the new paradigm? What difference does it make? And what can you do? And so the reader will learn something new in a pleasurable way. And at the end have real action, localized action that they can take. So it's, it's, oh, I didn't know that things could be different that way. And here's how I can actually in my community do this. Okay. <laughs> the two that we're looking at the most closely are regenerative agriculture and impact investing. So, and they actually go so well hand in hand. Let's just take the one example of impact investing and the outline you gave where there's the old paradigm, the, the book is in the outline, there's the old paradigm, which is what? An impact in investing book. Well, the old, the old paradigm is that most of the money goes, is invested in Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Most people don't even view themselves as investors unless they are in that class that's invested in Wall Street. So even that is an awakening, that we're all investors. If we have a bank account, we're an investor. Mm -hmm. So that's the first stage of awakening up is, wow, we're all investors. And so then the new paradigm is to invest in the local business, which would presumably be sustainable. How would someone go about doing that? What, like, well, that's, those, those are some of the, um, the models that are now emerging. Uh, one of the uh, people who are uh, authors, thought leaders in the Impact Investing book have created Crowdfund Main Street. Hmm. And, and uh, furthering local investment groups called Angels of Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> So we're still, we're building the models and the ways that people can learn to invest in local businesses. Um, one group that I'm working with here in Santa Barbara, the Sustainable Change Alliance, they are all investors who've realized we need to figure out how to invest in our community. And so they're promoting businesses that, that uh, benefit the community and just in, you know, beginning to educate the community. So I'm working with them. If we have a book that they can cost effectively get to thousands of people in our community, that's activating thousands of investors. Mm -hmm. And they don't have to invest all of their money locally, but a percentage of it will make an enormous difference. Yeah, it's a super hot topic, especially now, kind of, I don't think we are after COVID yet. Uh, now it's uh, yeah. almost July 2020 in, in the United States. I think today we had one of those highest peaks ever again, right? And I think California, California is again back on the on the track record of highest um, infection rate and with it you know it's when you talk about business and local businesses and we're going to see probably a huge filing of bankruptcy in, in of businesses in the united states and and the question will be what's next and basically your book is helping to how could we create the next how could we create a different kind of business do i actually have to put my money into wall street or can i just invested into my into the local businesses like the angel main main angels did you say <laughs> yeah is that the idea yes that's the idea and by having the books come out i mean these aren't just 
they do stand alone, the books stand alone, but by coming in a series, they're interrelated, which is, of course, how living systems work. They're an right. ecosystem. Yeah, connecting the dots. Curriculum. Yeah. So impact, waking up people to impact investing at the same time that regenerative agriculture is restoring the health of our soil and by healthy food being accessible to the community, restoring our health. And I was on a, a webinar yesterday. There's a wonderful amount of energy locally and, and organizations promoting uh, food sustainability. There's so many businesses coming into being uh -huh. for food production locally that that our whole sustainability as a community could be built so you said is um it is the local you said community resilience right in these two books in santa barbara are they specifically written for santa barbara or can basically take it any other community and Apply. That's a wonderful question because um, I th there is there's a core curriculum that I think is for every community, probably on the planet. <laughs> Could you tell us what that is, the core curriculum? There would be, well, okay, sure. <laughs> Public banking. Okay. Public banking, regenerative okay. agriculture, impact investing, worker ownership. You know, we're caught between this either or state control, market control. Well, how about people control? <laughs> you know, and waking up to a community capacity to actually generate currencies sounded like the wildest idea ever a while ago, and yet is possible. And blockchain is making it even more possible. So, yeah, there are models coming into existence that they're already working. Just not enough people know about them. Yeah. Did that help understand? The, so the curriculum, I think, there's a core curriculum that would apply to any community. And I think one of the brilliant things about our books is then that in each community, there would be a chapter created for what is the local application of that and who are the local people doing that. So that someone would read an hour book, they would learn a universal principle, if you will, or a new model of economy. And then there would be a chapter on, and here are the people in your community doing this, and here's how you can engage. Yeah. So, so could, could, we, could we again go through an example, for example, public banking in Santa Barbara? Okay. Um, what would what would what does that mean, and what would it look like? Currently, I bank at Citibank, and I just you know put my money there, and I take it out when I need it, and um, you know it's pretty standard. I think it's it would never occur to me that there's some other way to deal with that. Could you? Right. Right. Well, and not all banks are bad. There are a lot of really good community banks, and there are credit unions, but. Um, I've met Ellen Brown and we've talked about in our book and the reason I think it's such an important topic, there, there is one state in the, in the United States that has had a public bank for many years and that's North Dakota. Hmm. And so the difference between a public bank and others is that the interest goes back to the bank and then becomes available to make more loans. Hmm. 
And so instead of the interest being basically drawn up into the hands of the private ownership of the banks, that interest continues to circulate for public benefit. And there are now, um, the concept has grown enormously and, I, and uh, Gavin Newsom, our governor, has now, uh, we, can have, we can create public banks in California. And this has just happened this past year. So the way is paved for that and there are many cities that are looking very, very seriously at public banks. So you combine public banking and local impact investing and really smart food systems and really we're beginning to, to generate communities that are, you know, no longer everything's extracted from them. We, we currently have a food system here where 95% of what we grow is exported and 95% of what we eat is imported. That's crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really you're starting to uh, emerge a vision what's for me right now in this in this conversation. You are painting a vision of a community that is really self-sustaining that you know may have some relationships with other communities but right down to the the food that's grown, the food that's consumed, the banks, the banking system that supports the exchange and perhaps even the exchange unit itself is all contained within a local region. And that is a sustainable system that enhances not just the people that are in that system, but the environment as well. As That seems to be the picture you're painting, but very specifically building the infrastructure required to support that vision and in these different ideas like impact investing and public banking. Right. So imagine a globe of resilient communities and it's not that they won't be connected with each other. They will be, you know, the beautiful image of Indra's web or Indra's net, um, like a spider web where each mm -hmm. node and in the morning sun, when the sun catches, and lights up the web and you can see the drops on each corner. That's, that's, that's the vision of resilient communities uh, uh, connected with each other through that kind of resilience. So by, by making our books, um, these, these small digestible um, learnings that people can kind of create and, and quickly disseminate within a community, you're hoping to educate people one community at a time, essentially, about how they can make this transformation, how they can build this infrastructure. And do you see that as kind of a ongoing process of, of like local community by community, or do you see it being taken on as a, you know, as a federal program, or how, how do you see it rolling out? Well, I, I, you know, I hit a wall a while ago trying to do this traditionally and realized the amount of money I would have to raise to figure out how to sell books to the multitudes on topics that they haven't heard of. And I really had to go into the dark and listen and listen. And out of that, I have discerned, I'm, a, a model that will enable the books to to start in Santa Barbara. That's where we'll begin. But that core curriculum can go swiftly to cities and communities 
throughout America. Mm -hmm. And we know that politicians have to do what citizens want. If we have an educated citizenry, we will have a different political reality. I, I, I mean, I just believe that. And people are ready for change because what's happening isn't working and quite colossally now. So um, federally, I think when we have strengthened communities, we're going to have a transformed politics. Yeah, that's one of the topics we're interested in discussing, not in this episode, but in others about the money in politics, because it is the case that politics have become kind of co-opted by large corporations and lobbyists, lobby groups. And so there's not as much of a local influence as you would like in in policymaking. And I think what you're talking about is creating local infrastructure, which requires local policymaking, which is a different kind of election, really. You know, it's, um, it, it is something you have some control over if you educate the citizens. I, I, even, I watched the PBS NewsHour, and um, they showed a chart that it's the, the federal leadership is, is getting uh, an, uh, like a 32% approval rating, but mayors and governors are more in 70 80 percent so there is there's yeah it's just great you know when you know what's happening and you can affect what's happening it's a whole new ball game yeah it's really impressive you said you you went into the darkness Mm. and uh that's a question i think a lot of people that want to change the world have you know how do you get enough sustenance for yourself to, I think this is what you were talking about, to continue the work of changing the world, changing these systems, doing the deep uh, thinking and and dissemination of information that we need to have happen. Can you describe that a little bit, that that going into the darkness and, and what your realizations were? Well, I had spent probably five years working with really good people on the business model, the strategy, the pro forma, the revenue projections, and worked with a very good local marketing agency, really good people. Came up with a, with a marketing strategy. And when I read the document, literally my soul stopped. I knew it wouldn't work. And and I just stopped. And it was very scary, actually, because I put so much into it and there were so many good pieces in place. And yet I knew that that wasn't going to work. And I, it, it was very tough for a while. It was very tough the not knowing. But I finally settled in and started to listen. And I have to say I was listening at a level of, that I hadn't gone to quite before really listening and it was asking the questions you know Rilke's great line love the questions so I began to love the question how to get books to multitudes of people on topics they haven't heard of yet and I began to trust my intuition about sponsorship so that there's a gift flowing flowing through it and it took me months actually sometimes like a paragraph a day writing out the sponsorship model 
and it was digging deep and listening and then loving that question and um, so a new model emerged that that's very transformational and it works from a revenue perspective but it'll, it allows us to make the books gifts and gifts through relationships so imagine getting a postcard in the mail we're supporting the post office now too and you touch it it's touchable <laughs> and flip it over and there's a handwritten message from an organization in your community gifting you this book and so it's by relationship it's by trust it's by touch Wow, and it's a great Beautiful. experience. So, really cool. you know, I think that it, it it was really listening in the dark. It feels like a different kind of flow, you know. It feels to me like a different kind of flow. Yeah, uh, instead of going the sort of the usual highway, how to do business. Um, and yes, the alternative tag is on it, or the alternative label is on it, but you basically went off track and look for a different path. I, I love that, yeah, the description of flow. There's a flow to this that, that, is, that is different. And still some very smart business structures, but a flow through them that, that was very different. Yeah. Is there anything, uh, Faye, you would really like uh, the listeners to know? Well, the heart of our books is to ignite the possibility of our participation in this transformation. And when we see these practical models that are local, that we can participate in, that are beyond the polarity that we're all so tired of, we're so tired of it. When we see that, that's, that's what excites me about our books. And that's what I think will excite people when they read one and then they wanna read another and then they realize, wow, you know, I can have a great hour reading this. And I can that excites me too. I can participate. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, how do I get an hour book today? Can I can I go online and order it already, or do you have a waiting list, or can I sign up uh, on, on your website? We're going to give definitely of course, sign all links. up on the website, and we're aiming to launch with two or three in the fall. Great, fantastic. So we're going to put the, your website into the links, uh, so listeners can click on it and you know sign up for the next hourly book or maybe even i think are you also looking for authors or what else are you looking for um are you still looking for uh, more authors or what 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 is it that you that you're looking for at the moment urgently or uh we are looking for sponsors of the books individual books or a series of books and if there are thought leaders out there who would like us to know what they're doing please be in touch that would be great well, I love it, Lefay, as usual. It's been so great to talk to you. Well, this was great. You guys are really, you've created a really good space for this. And yeah, I hope so. And <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're just doing the same, we're doing the same exact thing, only uh, with our voices, basically. I can tell. I mean, it's <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, Faye. It's so interesting. There's so many people working to try to bring humanity to 
address these systemic issues. And I love Faye's project for that. Like she's trying to take these big systemic issues and break them down into one hour books that you can read and then have a recipe for how to move forward in your community. It's kind of like what we're doing with the Pot of Gold podcast, similar. Just very specifically for design for a specific community such as Santa Barbara. I love the way how she brings it out or how she wants to bring these books out, you know, through the gift flow. Mm -hmm. And it it showed me how much she really had thought about um, how she can bring this project, the books, which is a commercial business in a way, normally, right? Mm -hmm. um, and do this differently. Mm -hmm. um, sort of in a line with the content of the books, right? It wouldn't make sense to bring a book out in about impact investing and kind of try to commercialize the book. Um, in a or, traditional in way. In a traditional way. Right. So I, I love her approach of um, how this gift flow or gift culture um, brings it with it to the community. And it is true that it is all about um, relationships and that forges new relationships and different relationships. And that's really what a community really is about. Yeah, no, awesome. She was really fun and I, I look forward to hearing how it goes in Santa Barbara uh, as they disseminate the books around resilient community of Santa Barbara. We should go to Santa Barbara, shouldn't we? Oh, yeah. I would love to go to Santa Barbara. Let's do some surfing. <laughs> You're on. We're an independent, listener-supported podcast. Thanks to our producer, Riley Paul. Support us by rating this episode and sharing with all your friends. And to learn more, join us at potofgold.world. I'm Stephanie Overbach. And I'm Mel Wymore. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.